Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Playing On Podcast. My name is Carl Markowski, and thank you for joining me. I've been meaning to put this one out for about, I don't know, a week and a half now, but I've been sick. Uh, I've had a hot water heater go out. I've had all kinds of excuses to, <laughs> to not to, to pull away from... Uh, from being able to put this podcast out it's been it's been tough and right now we are in the middle of a a winter storm supposed to get like i don't know like just under a foot of snow or something and uh i'm sure everybody in the midwest can kind of relate to this i mean it happens like once every winter at least we are getting some kind of over six inches storm or something but then everybody here acts like it is the first time it's ever happened and everybody needs you know the the french toast ingredients they need the milk bread and the eggs and everybody goes crazy just out to the grocery store and tries to buy everything at the same time <laughs> i don't it's and then everybody forgets how to drive whether it's raining whether it's snowing and no matter how long people have lived here i feel like everybody just forgets and throws everything they know how to do in the Midwest out the window and they just get, they go faster. They don't slow down. They just think they can do everything they can do on a regular sunny day on a road with three inches of snow on it. And I mean, I feel pretty confident on driving on three inches of snow, but it's everybody else that sucks, but you know, whatever. Um, but anyway, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Charm City Paintball. You guys have heard me talk about Charm City. Uh, there's a reason why I enjoy and I support uh, Mike over at Charm Cities because he makes awesome headbands, awesome head wraps. The quality of work is amazing. Uh, he handed me a U.S. you know a, a USA America USA flag America flag headband. I want to say um, last year. It might have been the year before that, but. This thing was amazing. I mean, the the quality of work and the craftsmanship that goes into these things are are amazing, and you know I, I want to be able to share that with the, the the paintball community and help Mike out because uh, he's helped he's he's given away a lot of headbands and I'm not just talking about you know pros or whatever but he he has made a lot of headbands for people and it's it's time for uh, for us to give back to him and uh, support him and and his awesome line of work and what he does. And I think, uh, I think it's, it's deserving. I mean, he does great work. He's a great guy. And, uh, the, what he's doing for the head game, he's, everything's high quality. Everything's low run too. It's, it's usually under 10, uh, 10 quantities of whatever he's making, whether it be Gucci headband, whether it be Louis Vuitton, whether it be the kind of the Sandana, uh, uh, style, whatever it is it's it's a low run so it's uh, it's pretty rare it's all hand sewn by mike and it's all tough it's all high quality stuff it's 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 not this kind of sublimated sublimated uh thinner stuff it, it's actual nice uh reliable strengthy strengthy um uh material so if you guys are interested in anything that uh, that mike puts out you can find him over on instagram or on facebook at charm city paintball he's always posting all the new stuff that he has out there so uh, so make sure you give him a shout out let him know that we sent you over there so thank you mike uh, we are also brought to you by shock tech paintball if you guys know who shock tech paintball is if you've been in the game for a while uh, these guys have been putting out autocockers forever and custom autocockers and parts um, and lately they have been uh, just pumping out the coolest looking 
uh, autocockers on the market. Uh, and you can find them over at shocktechusa.com. They have anything from uh, from regulators to to frames. They have a new gunfighter frame, and uh, that's supposed to make it super delightful to shoot an autococker. So I'm excited to, to try one out. And um, and they're also selling full markers that are assembled by Mr. Danny Love himself. So if you guys are interested in that, check them out, shocktechusa.com, and get yourself a slick shooting autococker because mechanical is back in, man. Everybody's everybody's playing. The tournaments are around. People are interested. And uh, if you want to look good while you're shooting people in the paintball field, you want to get yourself a Shock Tech autococker. So thank you to Shock Tech. Thank you to tea. Tea is delicious. I have this uh, this blueberry tea that I'm drinking right now with a little bit of a little splash of honey because I still feel a little bit like crap. So hopefully I'm not like sniffling too much or or uh, you know I sound like I'm sound like I'm like this, but I I've been trying to drink less and less coffee and more and more tea. I don't know if that's great, but it tastes, to me, it tastes way better than coffee. I don't know, it probably doesn't have the same effect, but at least it tastes good. And I like that. Um, and uh, last but not least, this um, this podcast is brought to you by uh, my Patreon page. Uh, if you guys are interested at all in supporting the, uh, the podcast, you can head over to Patreon dot com slash the playing on podcast and that will send you over to a uh, a subscription based program where you can uh, you can pay a small um, a small fee or or whatever you want there's a couple tiers on there uh, to support this podcast you know I I I really appreciate it I'm always trying to upgrade my gear and um, trying to be able to bring you guys the the best possible product that I can. Um, not only with the uh, the conversations and the guests that I have, but also with the uh, the quality of equipment. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm enjoying doing this. So it's uh, it's it's I'm very grateful for uh, for everybody who has contributed so far, and uh, for everybody hopefully who will in the future. So, um, but anyway, uh, if you guys want that link again, it is the pl- I'm sorry, it is the Patreon.com/slash the Playing On Podcast. Uh, the episode of today is with Keith Brown. The uh, the killing the machine man for uh, who has been with Impact for about four I think we talked about it, it was like four four years and he was on the dream team which was Impact for those reigning years and and uh, just recently he has switched over to his uh, his root squad of Tampa Bay Damage and uh, I think he's gonna do them well I think he's I mean, any team that picks up Keith is gonna is gonna thrive but. Uh, but I think Tampa Bay Damage will will do uh, very well this year with having him over there. It's it's a whole thing of guys who have played together for a while. Um, something about that just kind of just clicks, and you know it, it was cool to kind of hear his thoughts on on playing on Impact and and their mindset and their uh, their their work ethic. And it's pretty much what I thought, man. They're they're all just straight killers, and and uh, they all work really hard, and they all are all deserving of. Um, of all of their wins, it's, it was a crazy team. It was a, it was a, it was great while it lasted, and and they still have a lot of really good players on the, on Impact. But uh, but we'll see how this season goes. Um, so uh, here we go. This is the uh, the episode with Keith Brown. Enjoy. 
So what's up, my oh, man? How dude. are we doing? <laughs> Same old shit. Same old yeah. shit. Yeah. You're looking good, dude. What's going on? I mean, I'm just getting ready for this season. I'm pretty excited, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's like, I could only imagine it's it's like just this kind of revamped ignition of wanting to play paintball again. Right. Yeah, you hit it right on the head on that <laughs> one. I feel more than motivated, I could say. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get into like the whole reason why, or I mean, we can jump into it right away, but... um. But I, I heard your podcast with uh, with Mike. I'm gonna try not to ask the exact same questions <laughs> about your career and everything. But yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of take it my own little. No, I. You know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just I'll try and take my you know my my little ways and alleyways of trying to get uh, you know answers and everything like that. But you know, just uh, have a little conversation, a little coffee and conversation. Yeah. There we go, man. <laughs> I should have had a coffee, a little. I had a killer workout today. I'm not gonna lie, and I am a little bit beat. Yeah, I am beat. So, do you do just like traditional, um, go hit the weights, go do conditioning, all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah, I, I, nothing too crazy. No. I mean, like I've actually looked in. I mean, like there's uh, since I just moved to Austin, there's on it. Oh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. the uh, yeah. They're like right. Now. I I want to just go there because there's like a week trial or something. I think it's free. I just want to go and see what the hell's going on in there. Why not? You know <laughs> exactly yeah. what what's going on. You guys seem like you got it going on. So let's see what's up. Yeah, so, I listen yeah. to uh, Rogan's podcast all the time. He's always talking about on it and um, all their supplements, right. and then their their uh, Austin headquarters. Not I don't know if it's headquarters, but I know it's their main like. I think it's pretty gym. much like their headquarters. Yeah. 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 They got the big gym and all that stuff there. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna go check it out one day. I've only been in Austin a couple, a handful. Yeah, I'd say a handful of times, but I never really got to see a- like the weird Austin. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that you say that it's yeah. a weird place man it's <laughs> odd uh, I've heard that from a, multiple people actually right no like that's their motto is keep Austin weird but no it's like beyond what you could think you'd be like it, it, it gets you thinking you're like what the hell is happening right now like <laughs> you're like is that real no? yeah okay whatever just move on <laughs> See, and I never thought of I never thought of Austin as a place like that. It, it was always like I don't know, like like Seattle or Portland or something like that. That are kind of like I guess it, right? But yeah. I guess they, they took it to the next level. Apparently, <laughs> I haven't really been to those places either. But yeah, there's some odd stuff that happens. Yeah, I lived in Seattle yeah. for like uh, I want to say almost a year or a year and a half or something like that. It was, I was actually very impressed. I'm, I'm very much a kind of scenery guy. Like I love, I love the green. I love the, the mountains in the background and all that. And, Mm -hmm. um, like the weather wasn't too crazy. Like I know it rained quite a bit, like it was pretty moist, but it wasn't like depressingly moist. Right. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that bad at all. So what motivated you to move to Austin, Texas? Oh, uh, my girlfriend. She ended up getting like it's a good motivation, badass job. So yeah, yeah. So what they ended up doing was she. They're uh, Nashville based. I was living in Nashville for a little bit, and then uh, they decided to kind of move her down here. So yeah, I followed. She must have a badass job her. then. Yeah, she's she's doing well. She's she's in like uh, entertainment marketing. 
So I mean, she's she's dealt with some big names like some big names like Marshmallow and uh, Aaron Rodgers, like some pretty crazy crazy stuff she's worked on. So is it like uh, um, for product for them for like advertising stuff, or is it more or less like them like the, like a PR thing? Uh, it's more like a PR thing. So like one of the things that she did was the my cause for cleats thing. You know that uh, the thing that the NFL did where they had like I don't know like certain players wore like it was like a certain week where they had cleats that they would wear mm-hmm. and uh, these cleats had like a special design that would kind of like I don't know represent like a good cause like right the one that she did was with Aaron Rodgers and it was Wounded Warrior Project so oh, like gotcha. that's what he represented so like uh, they all have like various. You know, different ones like breast cancer, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. they have a whole bunch of stuff like that. So, yeah. She's, uh, yeah, she's killing sweet. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, about the whole like marshmallow thing, I've heard of him and I, I've never really listened to any of his music. I'm so old, I feel, because my no, niece. I mean, like, says, I, 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 yeah. I said the same thing. I said, I don't even like, know who? who he is, but then I looked and then he had like 80 million followers. And I'm like, <laughs> <don't write>. okay. <laughs> Well, I was, I was, um, my niece, she's 14 and I went over to her and I was like, she was sitting on the couch. She had her headphones in. She's just watching her, uh, her cell phone. And I go over, yeah. I, I tap her on the shoulder and I'm like, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, um, I'm watching this video. And I was like, oh, what, what video are you watching? And she goes, it's like some makeup tutorial. I'm like, okay, cool. Who is it? She goes, um, it's this guy in Korea. And I'm like. What? what? She Yo. goes. She goes. Yeah, it's this makeup guy in Korea. He does really good makeup and this and the tutorials and this. And the dude has like, I, I don't know. I couldn't remember like seven hundred thousand subscribers or oh, something yeah. like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. She's so obsessed yeah. with that BTS uh, Korean K-pop band too. I don't know if you ever heard of them. No, never. Good. It's huge. Like, it's, it, but I'm, I'm it's sure. ridiculous, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was telling me about it, and I kind of researched a little bit because I'm like a nosy Nancy when it comes to shit like that. Like just yep. culture and what I thought was popular when I was young and like how I still kind of hang on to that stuff and listen to that music and then look at people now and, and kind of what's happening now. I'm like, I have no fucking idea who any of these people are. Oh, or, no. What's going on? But it, but it's, they're all popular, and I'm like, how? Like what? Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. And it's crazy because she deals with a lot of people like that, yeah. right? That are like, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know who the hell they are. Yeah. But they're they're massive, massive, mm-hmm. massive following. And I don't know. They are, they're, I don't know. They, yeah. They're driven in whatever they're doing. So. See, and I know a lot of people are do a lot of it like based on social media. And I feel like right. for me, like I try and be – I try and be as involved as I can in social media, but not like over, something overwhelming. Like I know, like I think you kind of talked about it in the in the other podcast. Like you're not crazy, like super social media guy. Like you're very low right. key. You're very kind of like you know you keep to yourself. You're not crazy over the top. You know. Uh, what do I want to say personality or anything like that like I'm sure yeah, like yeah. in person like we've never like hung out face to face but I'm sure like we would have a good time if we went on or anything like you're not a super introvert I can just kind of tell that but it's you, you don't go out of your way to be ridiculous right or yeah, you might not, I don't know it might be a no, big no, secret no, I'm not the attention <laughs> I'm not looking for attention at all <laughs> yeah 
That's not really my MO, but... You do on the paintball yeah. field, kid? I'll tell you that I mean, right now. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that a little bit, since we are on a paintball yeah. podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, I tend yeah. to go on rants a little bit, but... Uh, so, why paintball? And, and, why and, paintball? Yeah, why paintball, man? Man, that's a crazy... Uh, who knows? Right? I it, It's crazy, because... I was very, 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 very good at baseball. Like, I probably could have took it to as far as I would have ever went. But for some reason with paintball, it was that out, you know, to whatever it was, that different. was going on. Yeah, it was different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You just can't really put a, a finger on how it makes you feel when you're playing it, so... I, you know, it's just the the aggression, everything that goes into it, the aggression, the yeah. the strategy. You know what it's become. I think it's it's got so much further to go mm-hmm. to me because of what it. I don't know to what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, you know? and that's that's sweet that you've uh, you played baseball because I played baseball like that was my. I loved, I liked playing football. I, did, yeah. I didn't love it because I didn't like. Right. I didn't like getting. I got my bell rung a couple yeah, times, blasted. and I was like, yeah. "This is not. <laughs> this is not fun. Or can it be healthy <laughs> at all?" Right. And right. um, and baseball was so natural to me. It was so natural. I played. I played shortstop. I pitched. I caught. Nice. Um, yeah. I loved. I loved batting. I loved like that. It was kind of a game within a game, right? Like whenever it you're. Was. Yeah. When when you're up to bat, it's just you and the pitcher, and like and. Yep. And then at the same time, it's like you against your skill set on being able to hit his pitches, and it's I, I loved it thoroughly. And people think it's boring, and but it's like you have to be. It's weird, like with baseball, and I, and I talk to other ball players, and it's it, it's something where it's very it's easing on the mind for me. It's very relaxing. It's a relaxed game, but you, you need like action when you need it, like right away. Right. Yeah. And. Um, and I think with paintball, I think your story is very similar to mine. Um, I almost, I, you know, turned down a college uh, scholarship and everything actually to play, um, to pursue my paintball career. But I think with paintball, it was just, it was such a different demographic than what the norm was. Like it, it was grow up, you play baseball, you play football, you wrestle, you do this, you do that, you do whatever. And then you go to yeah. college and then you, and then you get a job and then you do, you, you might do this, but whatever. And then paintball was just this, this like weird thing that I kind of got into. And I was like, man, I've never done anything like this. And nobody else yeah. besides now this new group of friends that I have in paintball kind of know about. And then it, it kind of just took off. And I was like, this could be something. And I think at first my parents were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I they, got that too. I mean, what did I mean? What did your What did your family think when you started kind of, you know, swinging that way? I mean, as far as my mom was, she, she wanted me to do everything because you know, like just like you, I mean, super, super, super athletic. Yeah. Like forever. <laughs> so like. She looked at it as like, all right, you're kind of like wasting your time because this doesn't really have much at the end of the light. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She could kind of see it from the outside. She was, and she was very new to it then yeah. too, because I mean, my dad took care of me, but when he passed, my mom kind of took over the reins for that. So, mm. um, 
she was very new to it until I went pro. And then when I went pro, that was, then that was kind of like, all right, well, that was the maybe you should her. take it a little bit more serious. And then as it kept going, she was like, all right, well, you need to really buckle down and, you know, make this mm-hmm. what you do right now. So, so you, I mean, were your yeah. parents, so your parents were pretty supportive of you supportive. kind of taking on this new, this new Definitely adventure of yours? supportive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mine, mine were, but they were just skeptical. That yeah, I would say the same. Yeah, and, it, and it's tough same. because it's a weird fucking game. It is a weird yeah, it's game. Very weird. There's a and, lot of stuff going on. Yeah, people think it's so violent and all this, but it it's right. There's so much more to it than than what meets the eye. But um, yeah, so just... so paintball to you, uh, how did it come about? How did how did you discover paintball? Uh, it's one of those things. I think all the the kids in the neighborhood just got paintball guns, type of thing. Really? Played out in the woods. Yeah. They all played for about I don't know a couple months. One by one, dropped off, and here I was just swinging away <laughs> by myself. Yeah. So yeah, that, I just kept going after that. I just I don't know, never stopped. I think it's that competitive mindset, right? Like, I think for a lot of the guys who are still playing, or freshly retired, but um, a lot of the guys who made it to that top level were the ones that kind of pushed themselves to that limit, right? That was like, okay, when everybody else is quitting, when everybody else is leaving the field, when everybody else is occupied with something else, I'm going to stay and do, you know, five more runs of the corner, running and shooting. I, I I, I started playing three times a week. At one point. Really? You know, maybe more. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, like, I'd be running and shooting in my friend's backyard. Like, I was always shooting a paintball gun before I got there, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, did like, you join a team? I really turned it on. Did you join a team, like, with the guys in your neighborhood? Or was this something that you had no, to kind of go I, find? No, I, I went to, like, a field and then joined a team that way. Did you try and work there at all, or was it just like a paintball? No, I just did the paintball thing. I ref because at that time, that's when uh, you ref. Oh yeah, totally ref. Yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. I was like total. I was into it. Yeah, I. uh, I don't know. My mom. I don't think she just wanted me in there. It wasn't that nice, I guess. (laughs) So she didn't really want me hanging out there that much. No. No. What field was it? It was epic back in the day, but. I don't know. I guess there was some crazy peoples. There's a lot of fights back back in my when I was playing. Where when uh, I started? Where at? This is in Orlando. <laughs> this is oh shit. Yeah, man. These I don't know. They just ready to throw down every weekend. So Miami Rage. Pretty crazy. Yeah, they were, but they weren't. <laughs> they were just the locals. <laughs> just. We're here to beat people up, man. man. I've seen some crazy stuff. Over at a, like, at a paintball field. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> now when not. stuff happens, like when people are like screaming, I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. That's that's whatever. That's going to end. Yeah, I've only had a couple. I've only had a couple like, of screaming bouts. Yeah, yeah. And it was when I was younger. Um, and I, the one was against, one was with Frank Connell. Um, oh, well, that's, 
probably gonna happen. I think everybody else can say the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. I, like, I try and get along. Obviously, I try and get along with everybody, but I, you know, not everybody wants to get along. Or you know, I, I try and see the good in everybody, but it's so tough with how many people play paintball. And then on top of that, just just the aggression and everything that comes along with. I mean, you're you're trying to. I mean, I, I was never out there trying to hurt anybody, but I mean, you're you're inflicting pain on people, and when when somebody with certain characteristics has that ability, things can get heated very very quickly. Oh yeah, right. And it, it, you might shoot some dude a little bit extra by accident. I don't know. It just happens. Well, that, and <laughs> then you're you're trying to keep your cool, and then you're like, I'm almost you like you get shot, and then you're like. I'm, I'm almost 100% positive I shot you in your fucking loader and you and you walk you say that to yourself and you walk over there because you just got shot and you look at him and you go you're shot in your loader dude and you go oh, oh okay yep. and you're like oh my god it's gonna yeah, be one that, of those days that'll fire you up yep. <laughs> and then yeah that'll fire you up you're just like no well here we go yeah <laughs> so uh so yep. when did when did the serious part of playing paintball kind of start to take over your life i guess right out of high school i just graduated and then i uh went and played what damage really played a seven man event where were you at were you with vipers before then uh it was total carnage that's right Mm -hmm. it was like jacob played with the team before that so yeah how long did you play with them? kind of like a pipeline team uh three years i think we did it 2008 through 10 because i played most of the season but then i finished off the last two events with damage yeah yeah were you were you asked to try out for the team or to come join the team or was there an opening uh it was an opening because rumsey got hurt rumsey got hurt at the time and then uh i mean they kind of made me try out but it was like one of those things that I like you're on the team but yeah we're gonna make you play a a thousand points just because (laughs) the new young guy (laughs) we're gonna make you throw up just because Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah I had that with the I had that with excessive you know I went the whole thing and then they're like okay you're playing again like oh that's uh great but I just threw up like twice they're like good yeah do it again yeah you're like but you know what I can do. Like, I I can't do it anymore, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's it. <laughs> do, you think, do you think teams uh, have that anymore? I mean, not necessarily. Like, I, ho- I hated the whole, like, gauntlet thing and, like, shooting. Uh, yeah. like, I hate, like, I don't, I'm I not a big fan I of all that partici- shit. I didn't participate in any of that no. stuff. People no. probably thought I was lame, but I am not going to do that. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I don't get off That's on like... shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, I really just, don't. What you guys I have really, fun. Really don't. Like, I'm gonna go load pods. If if that's what you want to do, you're right. Like I'm gonna go load these pods <laughs> and sit over the corner and watch you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will be no. I don't know. I'm taking no part of that. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like. I, I never understood it, but I mean, to each their own, I guess. But uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, do you think that there there are still teams that are kind of have a uh, a tough shit? like coming up kind of guys or or do you think it's kind of more laid back nowadays 
I think I think it's a little bit more laid back. I mean, I, but I don't really know. There might be some teams that are just wild out there, yeah. you know, that just still do that type of stuff. But I think it's more of a thing now that when you get to this point, you know, the top level, that people are so respected because of, you got to be real good now. Yeah. You got to be real, real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there I agree. There's no bad players in the league anymore. I do miss kind of the rivalry. Like, there is some rivalries in the league that I feel like uh, team-wise, or even a couple a couple players, but it's nothing like it like it yeah, used to be. It was, it's not an excessive dynasty Mm-mm. type of rivalry. People mm-hmm. say that when we were on Impact that it was a rivalry with us in Dynasty, but we were not... It was a one-sided rivalry. <laughs> beating them down, like <laughs> yeah, we beat them a lot. Mm-hmm. I think they got one or one on us, but we got like five or six. Yeah, events wins. You know, like making them take seconds. So I don't think that was a rivalry. Yeah, I don't know the Russians maybe at the end of the year. You know. Yeah, yeah, you guys are seeing big, them a lot. Big run-ins with them. Yeah, it's crazy how successful you guys were. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it was just the way the team was, man. I mean, obviously a lot of hard work, but I think the I think the 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 right amount of players, the the right players, the I mean, just everything kind of felt like it. it, it at least on my end, it felt and looked like it was just kind of it just fell in place, and there yeah. wasn't anything that could really hinder or kind of throw you guys off because even if you got beat in prelims or or something like that you guys just bounce back yeah yeah it was one of those things where the team adapts but also like you said the talent is obviously there (laughs) it's like yeah yeah undeniable well and it's and it's weird too because when the when you guys started winning i know there was a lot of um a lot of, oh, well, I mean, it's not going to last long because there's so many superstars on the team. They're going to have a few tournament wins and then this and that. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, you guys don't – you have a lot of superstars. But the thing is, is the the egos – That was – The yeah. egos at one time for the individual players, I mean, everybody's everybody's head is big at one point. But I think when everybody joined the team and when you guys got that squad, I think everybody's egos went like this and everybody was level-headed and it was just – one goal as a unit and it was everybody was just on point all the time yeah that's that's the difference like you said i mean like yeah there are some teams that have had you know maybe too many superstars and obviously it didn't work Mm -hmm. but the thing was about that team that we had with impact was it literally everyone was accepting of their roles like immediately like there was no like you said there was only one goal there wasn't multiple goals on the team yeah and that was i guess the difference because everyone bought in it was just like all right well when you get in i'm gonna do my work and then when you get in you're gonna win two and then when i win one then we're up by five yeah (laughs) you know it's like (laughs) that tends to work out (laughs) that's how it is (laughs) that is so it's like shit man so So how did uh excuse me how did that how did that dream team come about for you? Like when you when you got on damage and you played for damage for f- five years, four years, four years, right? I think it was four years. Yeah, 
2014. What? I mean, I guess it's technically yeah, four years. So what what was the what was the transition? I mean, what what, what happened? That was uh, I don't know. Like I I give a lot of credit to my mom. My mom was ready. She was looking at the things as far as exposure mm-hmm. goes, and like I wasn't getting as most exposure as I needed to with the team at the time. So it was more or less like I'm gonna go to Europe and go, you know, do that whole thing. And yeah, it was a learning experience, a huge, huge, huge learning experience. And I'm really glad that I took that opportunity. Type of thing. Was it like playing time, or was it like exploitation, like like kind of putting you on the on the forefront of the team uh media wise or was it just kind of like it everything went stale and you needed kind of something new to to revive yourself as a player and are you are we talking about me going from damage to impact right yes okay yeah 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 i no i think i can't say i need because i was still I wasn't burnt out because there were times where I did get burnt out, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of early, actually. It was when I was on damage. I think it was 2012 or something like that. We were going to Europe, but it just, I don't know, something wasn't right. And I don't know. I wasn't having fun, but I also think I was too young. Mm-hmm. And I didn't uh, didn't really enjoy or didn't know how to experience what was happening. So, like, I just wanted to go home type of thing. Yeah. But, you know, as I got older, I was like, I would rather go somewhere else. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so did somebody approach you from, uh, did or did was it, it would be Dave. Well, you knew Dave yeah. from, uh, from Damage, right? Right, yeah. He played, we played, and he was my roommate uh, for, you know, the time that he was on the team. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's how I got in contact with Dave. And they're like, hey, we uh, we're looking for a, a fast front guy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's sweet. That's and was it Dave that was pretty much building that team with Bart's backing? Uh yeah. He's kind of in control of, you know, picking players. Yeah. Finding the right formula, I guess. Now, when the team picked up uh, Goldman, was that? See, it's weird because a lot of teams are a lot of teams now play. Um, I see him playing two lines, and then some obviously still play one. And I don't know if at that time, if that was still kind of the one line kind of thing that was going on when because um, they picked up him after you, right? Like a year after you or something. Um, right. Did you take that at all as like a threat of your job, or did you look at it as an opportunity to be a double threat on the field? Uh, I didn't take offense to it. You know, I was just, it is what it is, and I'm I'm one of those type of people that moves on and just does the job anyways. Right. So no, I didn't feel threatened, but it was like one of those things where you know I knew. You know, I'm not a fool. Like I know right. that yeah. I'm gonna obviously lose some playing time here. Yeah. But like we picked up really... who? Yeah. He plays like, what position? Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm <laughs> not looks like stupid. I gotta start fucking <laughs> stepping my game up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It became a competition to you know stay on the field. Mm-hmm. And at times he played D side, and 
we you know we had some really really good runs man really 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 good runs yeah we've had some dynamic teams with me and him on the team we've we've played with him and i played with damage once uh, i think it was actually 2012 it was only one event but we almost won the event really we took second yeah lost to the heat yeah, I was way way back, but yeah, yeah was we played like together. Twelve, I was. Yeah, into, I was yeah we were nasty. Yeah. I, so. Who uh, who did you enjoy watching when you when you were starting to be serious in the game and and let's say even during Carnage or before Carnage, like I'm sure you were watching guys and you had your eyes on teams that that kind of. Uh, you know, kind of intrigued you and, and inspired you. Who were those teams and, and players that you watched? Uh, well, the obvious is B short. Cause I mean, dude was incredible in the snake. Yeah. I mean, the, the snake does things to you though, man, the snake blows you up <laughs> as you know. Yeah. It'll, it'll blow you up. So yeah, dude was the best of the best. Like I've never seen anyone play the position the way he does. Yeah, Mouse, Mouse is pretty similar to uh, that way of him uh, going down the field and you know making the first shots on people. So yeah, he was he was the top top dog. Yeah, I enjoyed playing against uh, Short every time that I got to. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly because it was it was I love the challenge, and I love the guys where it's like if you miss them, you're it's up in the air. Because, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel, you know, I try and preach it so much as men, work on your accuracy, please. And I'm not talking about, like, accuracy by volume shit, and everybody's heard me talk about that. But it's like, just work on your work on your one ball stuff of, like, just being able to point your barrel, um, you know, just somewhere, and boom, throw a ball, and it, and it fucking hits it. And not, like, the whole, like, duh, 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 like that. Like, there's different ways to do everything. But I'm just talking about, like, just coming around and going, bop and just hitting something yeah. or like or just coming up over the top and one ball hitting something it's like shit like that that it comes in handy so much and then and then throw timing in on top of that and it's it's such a good weapon and when you have guys like B short um, yourself Goldman who all have incredible shots if if you don't get that shot off um, on you guys and when you give a window and it's a very very small window man you better have something else in your back pocket cuz mm-hmm. it's Better come trade out, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. That's how I'm gonna look at a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I need to go get this dude. <laughs> For me, that's that's kind of like that was kind of a thing too. It's like where I, where maybe I felt like I was off on my game a little bit, like maybe my shot or something. I'm just gonna get closer to you, and I'm. Just... I mean, you ha- you know, I gotta help the team some kind of way. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. If I'm not making like <laughs> you said, if I'm not crispy and I'm not, if I'm not killing these dudes, like I need to be, I need to be putting pressure on them at least. Like you're yeah. right. That's that's the best. That's an athlete mentality right there. Mm-hmm. That's an athlete mentality. That's just what like. Yeah. I gotta well, do something. <laughs> well, and, and guys like you know, guys like who who I'd mentioned, and, and yourself, and, and and myself, it's we have to use as a front player. We're not only using our minds. I mean, we we and and I hate that whole stereotype of like front players are just attackers and and just they go bunker people and they go this and that and then the back players and the mid players, those are the the joystickers and those are the brains and this is I was like, 
motherfucker, I have to make decisions too. And oh no, like you, I think a lot of front players that are the best right now are like the quarterbacks, kind of. Yeah, they can quarterback because they see more. Exactly. The bad guy that's holding one lane, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we, I mean, we can dictate, we can dictate the game just as much as the corner guy is with his ramping gun. Right. And uh, you know, if not more, if if you want to yes, say it that way, because we have the angles. You have all the angles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. I so I always hated I always hated that shit whenever I heard it. Now, you know, it's it's and I, and I think that's pretty much gone to the wayside uh because of there of so many just solid and sharp front players that have come through. Oh yeah, like Chad Chad George. He had a killer sniper season. Sniper and the snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's another one that I have a you know <coughs> I had a tough time shooting, so I had to get just really close. Oh, yeah, you got to go get him out, too. <laughs> Man, I don't know if it was just me, like, just kind of towards the end of my game or whatever it was, but I felt like this year was difficult, not just for Aftershock, but just for my, myself. I don't know if I was working hard enough or what, but it was so hard to shoot people this season. No, I felt the same. Season. It was pretty tough. People are getting better. That's what it is, I guess. So much better. Um, <laughs> it's, it, just, <laughs> it's like, it's like you said, like that one shot that you take almost doesn't even hit them because they're already ready for it most of the time. So mm-hmm. you either got it's like a lot of teamwork. Yeah. Like if you can go pinch a guy out, then that's your best bet a lot now. Yeah. Getting yeah. in a gunfight with uh, Brendikoff and you. Mine's all call for help. Cause <laughs> yeah, because you come <laughs> out no, and then you look out and he's like over here and he shoots he's you. He's over the there and, and yeah, he's shooting you on the run too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah. So call, just call for help. <sighs> that's yeah, another. Yeah. That's another thing where I feel that's you know not to uh, not to plug the NPL or anything and, and our push on going back to semi-auto, but I feel like that is a whole nother thing where it's like, well, you know, it, the 15 balls a second levels the playing field for everybody. It was, you know, I think of it as not everybody can run and shoot. Not everybody no. can run and shoot left-handed and be accurate and this and that. And I, and I feel like, um, obviously the guys that have been playing for a long time are, I think can play regardless of, of semi-auto or, or ramping. But I feel like you, you have that much more respect when you play guys who are playing, you know, semi-auto and are able to run and shoot. Like now, that. how fast semi-auto are we talking? I have no. All right, so this is another thing. I have right. no idea about the NPL, so you're gonna have to go ahead and you know give me the <laughs> whole spiel. That's right, but, man. It's a big secret. That's all it is. Uh, right now, it's just a big secret. Just, it's just a, it's a big rumor. All right. Well, <laughs> I'd like to hear about the rumor. No, I, I can uh, I can definitely. T- I mean, what we want to do with the impales, we we want to showcase paintball, right? We want to showcase mm-hmm. paintball. Um, so we're gonna bring this whole new media side to the game. Um, we want to we want to bring the skill sets back down to the players. Uh, meaning we want to do we want to go back to semi-auto. We want to do four pods and a loader. Um, we want. We want to people now to rely on their skill set rather than how much paint they take out and how, how they can hold a lane with one finger um, and, and hold anybody in. We want moves to be made, and I think with semi-auto and four pods, I think moves are going to be made because it's not going to be as easy to hold people in. Um, 
so I think the game is going to be Man, faster. I, I think I can shoot faster with semi-auto. That's the only problem. But you can't you can't be that. as consistent as you can with ten balls a second, ten point five balls a second. I I like I've seen guys that can, but the thing is, is a guy somebody can sit and shoot and be consistent at ten point five balls a second or whatever it is and load and still be fairly accurate. But like Correct. when you go to do that and you're shooting semi-auto, you're only going to shoot the five six whatever it is to hold that lane unless you you know guys who grew up in the semi-auto days can actually walk the trigger while they're you know loading or whatever but uh it's the consistency of it that that makes it raw you know what i mean i guess i just i get really worried if it's like if if I was shooting 15 balls per second and running and shooting at a guy i'm gonna i'm gonna hit him probably you know but like it's it's like he can't even hide from it. That's that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. It's like you I don't know. I feel like spots I I feel like you wouldn't even be able to make some spots if these people shot that fast. I think they I think everybody I just said this. And if I've, I I I didn't even touch the trigger, but if I was shooting semi auto, I feel like I'd be shooting like at least 15 by myself. It's anywhere between twelve to fifteen. We're trying to find the happy medium, but um... twelve, <laughs> fifteen is. I uh, dude, I'm scared of that. Yeah. I mean, four pods. I guess you gotta be real careful, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what we're trying to balance careful. everything out. But, but I think right. the thing is, is were we asking these questions back when, you know, in in, oh six oh seven days of when there were less bunkers on the field and guys were still making spots, guys were getting shot off the break, guys were making spots. This and that. Then it went to then it went to full auto. Guys were still making spots. The guys were getting shot. I, I I think it's like, I mean, I, I remember I watched a seven. I think it was a seven twenty video or something um, where I played for excessive and we were playing dynasty and I ran up to the X and you had all these. You can hear the semi auto guns and everybody's running out to the corners and shooting in. And I'm I make it up to the X and all that. And I'm like, I, I think it's always kind of a I, until they brought in the the ramping thing and i think everybody got used to the ramping because i think the full auto was only one year right yeah i think they only did that one year yeah yeah so but i we've been doing ramping for so long now everybody is so used to it and and we kind of lost that ability you know i get it all the time well how come walking your trigger is a skill i don't think walking your trigger is a skill and this and that i was like it's more of a skill than holding the trigger with one finger and shooting and having paint consistently come out your marker as an assistant for you to play the game, I, I think I think your your abilities come out way more in something like four pods and semi-auto. And, yeah, I, and, I think I don't know if the semi-auto is the key though. I just think I think four pods may be definitely the key. Why why I, ramping though? Uh, because it it gives everyone the same advantage. But everyone not everybody's skill sets the same though. Yeah, but everybody has the same advantage as far as shooting at each other. But what about Everyone, quarterbacks no who can, can throw shoot, further? Like, huh? So what if a what if you have a quarterback, and he can throw farther than this quarterback? Is that yeah? Is that, but the guy that's running can almost run the same as the other guy that's running. So like, throwing further doesn't make it any different. Right. So that's why we have a cap, right? So it's not like, it's not like we're going out there and saying, okay, well, if you so can yeah, shoot, yeah, yeah, if you can, right, if you can right. shoot twenty-five right. balls a second. No, you're right. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> so it's like we're we're just trying to make it. We're, we don't want to level the playing field. I mean, that's the biggest thing is we don't want people to come in, 
even if you're like, let's say a guy that's been playing for, you know, 10, 15 years and he has a certain skill set that he's that he has built. Now he has that same skill set from a marker point of view or from to be able to hold a lane or shoot, you know, even shooting off the break. And laning right. off the break with semi-auto, I mean, that is a skill because you have to hold that lane consistently. But the marker within five barrel or trigger pulls, you're already within 10.2 balls a second now. You know, yeah. but um, so we're trying to have people come in and actually be able to, you know, see that different skill set level rather than, okay, everybody's here. And then it's just fucking boring to watch. I mean, to me, yeah, that is it just gets boring. Oh, it gets super boring. And, I, and some people will blame it on the fields. Some people will uh, blame it on the teams. Like, this team is just a sit and find bounce shots. Well, the, each fucking team has had two weeks to go out there and find the bounce shots. And this, that, and, you know, and and, and already what I feel what happens too, with, and it's another thing that the MPL is doing, is we're not, we're not having layouts come out until Thursday. Um, right. So, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of good moves that get lost or, or get wasted in practices, the the authentic moves and the and the creative moves that happen, you know, organically. I feel like I those. Agree. Yeah, you lose those at practice. Obviously, there's some that happen at the field, uh, at the tournament, of course. But I feel like we lose a lot of them at the practices, and yeah. I, I want to see those at the tournaments again and be able to film them and be able to show that side of paintball rather than the okay, we have to sit here and we have to shoot ten pods across field because that's what this field. And 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 this kind of format is calling for, so we're we're just trying to we're trying to figure it out just like everybody else. But I think we're just trying right. to take a path that was forgotten that really showcased players and and you know the sport in a way that we thought best. I could agree with all of that. <laughs> it's it's you've, you've yeah. sold me. <laughs> you've sold me. And you know I've had to I've had to argue that a bunch. Um, actually, I try not to argue with it with kids coming up now and they're like it levels a playing field and they're they're all their arguments and i try not to get into them much because i'm not i don't like going back and forth on the internet right yeah it's just no i put my opinion out there and i'm like that's just what it is i'm not going to argue with it if you want to talk to me about it then pm me or whatever and i'll still might not message you because i don't want to argue with anybody no no but i'll have conversations (laughs) like this with people who've been in the sport for a long time and um you know someone like yourself i i wanted to have on here because um because of the news that has come out already for uh, for a while that you've joined a new team but uh kind of know what it's like to be in a camp where you just have won consistently but i i think you, you talked about this too on the on the previous podcast where people started feeling like you're the enemy now for some reason like you guys were the bad guys or i mean i never got that i just wanted to fucking beat you guys because you're so damn good as a team um but from a fan point of view i guess i never really i was a fan of of paintball and in your guys's play style but i never really got the whole like we want somebody else to win kind of a thing but maybe it's just because it was maybe it's the dynasty um how do you say um the dynasty like their legacy yeah you know what i mean it's yeah it's just a team that's so good and people see consistently winning that everybody's like we want something new you know what i mean i mean how do you how did you feel about that when when you heard that you guys were the bad guys or i'm sure it didn't affect you at all but i mean it just motivated us right anything i mean it you know as 
As it is, I mean, it's tough to stay on the top because everyone's obviously aiming for you. So you got mm-hmm. that, and then you got people, you know, being angry at you for winning, and you're like, well, what are you supposed to do, man? Well, then you <laughs> then you win. <laughs> like, what did I come to the tournament? <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's do you think it's a disadvantage um, for teams to have a backing like Impact or Houston Heat? Uh, compared to a team like let's say Revo or or a uh, New York Extreme or something like that, do you think it was a disadvantage? I mean, uh, yeah, because I mean you can go get who you need type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can literally put together a team we want instead of the guys that are just here, rather than working with what you have, kind of a thing. You know, kind of a thing. And I mean, but what can you really do? I mean, you. you oh, want I'm not mad at you. To be no, 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 no. <laughs> I, this is. I just want to explain how I feel about it. But yeah, I, what could you really do if you want the sport to have, you know, the professionalism? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as the professionalism is, is you know, you got the backing, you got the money. You know, people get compensated for throwing your body in the ground for however long you do it for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, man. So yeah. like. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, and people got to get over it or start paying people, too. You <laughs> yeah. start paying people, too, then don't worry about it, man. You'll have a good team, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like nobody was paying – or nobody is paying anybody, at least publicly, um, like Heat or, or Impact was. And I think anybody in your situation or – you know, Rainies or Goldmans or anybody on Heat or whatever would do the same thing. I mean, they they would they would do something that they love doing, solidify a goal that they have been trying for their entire paintball career, and um, you know, I, I I'd do the same thing. I I did it when I went to play for Avalanche. You know, I right. I played for a paycheck. I didn't know anybody on that team. I know maybe a couple guys, but right. I got offered a paycheck, so I went and, and that was like. This is what I've been always wanted to do. I always want to get paid to to play, and yep. uh, but I think what's tough now is that not necessarily that you guys are getting paid. That isn't to me what made you guys good. It's the fact that Bart had the ability and 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 um and uh, I can't think of his name. Jesus Christ, um, big tall Indian guy. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Beans? <laughs> there you go. Beast man. Um, you know, they had the ability to go out and, and, and get this team. And on top of that, you guys were able to play with each other. And not only that, you were able to hang out with each other after the fact in yeah. true, like, team fashion, which I think is almost as more important than playing together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't put a... This is another thing you can't put it like, can't put a finger on how you know Bart treated the guys. You know he no. looked at it as these are my guys. Like I'm gonna take care of you. You know you're gonna have a good time, and you know we're gonna win. <laughs> you were treated <laughs> like professionals. Right, right, right. And there's, yeah. you can't. I mean that's how you want it to be. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how you get the best out of your players as well you know like you're literally getting the best out of them because they're happy because they're getting paid to do something that you know you and them want to achieve the same goal 
and had to have been very demanding too um not not openly demanding but i mean there there obviously had to been some kind of pressure on you guys as individuals to perform um because there was money involved was that the case crazy (laughs) nope no because we got paid before we started winning so yeah. I think you know how you know what what created the pressure was us winning more and more and more. That was what created pressure. There was one time, Carl, where I had I came back home, and my mom looked at me and we had won, I don't know, seventeen matches in a row or something like that. And we yeah. lose in Dallas, and then she looks at me. She's like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> and I was just <laughs> defeated. I was yeah. defeated. We lost by one point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In 17 matches or something crazy. It's like, and then, you know, like, she's just looking. She's like, I mean, it's going to happen anyway. But the pressure was what created how I felt. Right. You know? And that I felt like the world was taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And I only lost by one point in 20 matches. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like most people would never even be like, oh, well, you should never think. You should be happy that you went on that run. It was like, well, why didn't I get 18? I wanted to get 18 <laughs> so I could make people shut up. See, and there's, <laughs> there's so many. There, What's cool about that, and it's cool to talk to somebody who's done it, is, is there are a very, very, very fractional amount of paintball players who have been in that position. And right. I, I envy you because of that. Because I've I, I've been on a team that has won here and that. Like with excessive, we yeah, uh, you were on the legendary excessive team, right? But I was on, I was on the semi pro team. We won a couple events on the X ball team. Uh, Avalanche, we were bridesmaids so many times, um, you know. And as and I was on teams who after that were kind of like just hit or miss, and. You know, obviously, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to be consistent. Everybody wants to, to be on the podium and everything. And uh, I just I, – I envied I envy, uh, Dynasty. I envied you guys just because I wanted to – maybe it, it was more probably selfishness because I wanted to feel that. I wanted to feel that kind of – that dominance of being on a team that was just kind of not untouchable um, but – just had that reputation you know what i mean right and and um you know and there's a reason why you guys were in the position you were i myself and 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 people and players like myself were in positions like we were but it's just cool to be able to go back and be able to talk to you about that and like you wouldn't know what that was like unless you were on that team you wouldn't know that feeling of going 17 and and, and one you know right and uh and feeling bad about it like anybody else, yep. like like you said, would be like, "Oh, you should be happy in this and that." But a competitor's mind and a winner and a winner's mind, you could have done something. What did I do wrong? I mean, that's what kind of comes in. Like, what did I do wrong? What did I do different? How come we didn't win that? Yeah. And you only get that from being on a team like Impact. Right, right, right. What? Um, yeah. And that was me, uh, just going off about how you guys were fucking awesome and. Uh, <laughs> it was cool to watch, wow. man. It was cool to watch. Be a part of. Yeah. Be a part of from a uh, opponent's side of things. Well, you you beat us that one event, Carl. 
<laughs> that, that makes World me feel so like that one event, that one match, that one event, that one year. Well, listen, there were there were very few in in between. So <laughs> you got, I remember every lot, oh, damn near almost every loss that we've ever had. So. That was that World Cup. Yep. 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 I remember. Yep, so. I I remember that match because I was like I was fired <laughs> up that match, and I think you guys did. You guys, that was the only match you guys lost. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We we went on because everyone got angry now because <laughs> you guys you guys had to teach us a lesson like hey, you guys can't just win. I remember that. That was an that was an awesome fucking match, man. It was actually a good match. It was I, really good. It was like I think you guys went up by a bunch, then we came back, but then mm-hmm. you guys held it off type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I could help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was fun, man. Um, yeah. What? Uh, so, what's in store now, man? What? What uh, kind of prompted you to head over to your to your roots? I just uh, kind of. It was time, and I was ready. Yeah. I was ready to you know do something where, you know, maybe I get more spins and. I don't know, but it, you know there aren't very many opportunities out there for you to get paid, so. Right. It's also, you know, a place where I'm comfortable going too, not mm-hmm. just, you know, going anywhere. So. Yeah, it's kind of got to be coming. It, you know, a lot of the guys on the team now still are guys that you've played with. Before. Right. Right. Yep. So we still got all my boys. Got Jake, Jason. You know, everyone's happy to have me back, and nothing's like you know being wanted. You mm-hmm. know, it's really nice to be. In a place where everyone wants you back. It's like, all right, yeah. well, let's go and make something happen. Hell yeah. So I'm super, super, super excited. I got a clinic. I'm heading out to tomorrow. Oh, shit. It's just for our team, though, so. Yeah. No, no, uh, no randos. They don't <laughs> want anybody. They said nobody extra. Nice. All right, all right. How, so, um, how do you think Impact's going to do this year? I think they'll be, I mean, damn near just the same old good team. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I think damage is missing. Not that they don't have uh, the solid front players, but I think that they are missing that. They're missing a piece, right? And I think that you could be that, that missing piece to be able to kind of round the team out. Right. I think... I don't know. I think I got a lot of knowledge of how to win too. So, yeah, I'm really happy to share that with my team now. <laughs> I'm really, really happy. I can't wait. That's that's what I'm so excited for because yeah. there's a formula of winning and kind of learned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where are you kinda playing locally it. in Austin? Uh, right now in Austin, there's a field uh, outlaw. It's I think it's maybe 15 minutes out of town but i haven't been up there in a minute and i actually need to go out there pretty soon and start start drilling and stuff have you played this off season yet no i have not i just actually got my gun today got my lux in what color all black it's mm. not i'm not keeping this one though I, the the new one's coming out they're still building that x mm-hmm. the lux x so when once that comes out i'll probably have some some fresh. Have you shot a Lux before? So, nope. So definitely excited to try something different. 
Yeah. I've been Eclipse forever, and they've been great to me, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're shooting I, a, an LV for a hot minute. Whew. I should have never switched. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I made a mistake. I may have, <laughs> I may have been limiting myself by <laughs> switching. <laughs> Dude, uh, dude, I don't know why. I, 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 they get such a bad rap. I don't know why either. I need to stop talking about them though, because I got Lux now. That That's gonna shoot my right bad. Back. My bad. <laughs> I just because the well the market good and, gun, and it was a good gun, yeah, man. it's just Flood so down. like flooded with the geos and everything like that that I feel like right. There, well, there. I mean, I guess we can segue it into this of like there's so many companies that kind of went away of that uh, that open bolt style, right? And are yeah. now closed bolt and all clean looking everything i like the mechanics not, the hardware yeah i guess it's it's traditional to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when i picked it up i was like this thing is what i want <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so uh so what are you doing in austin are you are, are you working are you um are you, are you just strictly playing paintball so right now strictly playing paintball uh this year i'm planning on doing like a whole bunch so as far as I'm pretty sure I'm going to be playing with uh, this Ukrainian team, United. They're going to be a new pro team in Europe. So Oh, nice. And me and Tim Montress are going to go over there and play with them. And then uh, I think I'm going to be playing some of those woods balls. So I'm going to pretty much have no time for a job, a real job. Do a lot of clinics? Yeah, exactly. Do a whole bunch of clinics this year. Yeah, it's The last not... couple of years, I only done a few you know here and there mm-hmm. people really enjoy them but i just some of those things you know like like you said earlier in the podcast i kind of keep to myself so maybe people don't know that i like to do them or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> maybe this is a great spot to advertise to yeah to hey feel guys, I'm, I'm available you know as long as we're not in you know having practice or whatever but yeah yeah that's that's one thing that i wish when i was younger that i would have noticed um is the kind of the the teams in the fields that were wanting clinics when right. I was young and I had the time to do right, them. Right, I wish right. I w- I wish I would have did them back then. Yeah, yeah. Now you're like, oh man. Yeah. Now now you know the people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you know the people. And you're like, man, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So it's it's you're on this new journey um, with. Uh, Maybe not even a new journey. Maybe it's just kind of uh, uh, the train you jump back onto that you right. made it's, uh, even even better. Yeah, I, I can't wait, man. Like, it's it's really more than exciting. I think the things that have happened in the off season, you know, Ramey moving and all this other stuff. That's you know, right. it's gonna be a good year. Where do you go, X Factor? X Factor. Did anybody else leave Impact? Oh, Dalton's not on the team anymore. That's right. Is he is he hanging it up or is he going somewhere else? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't really know. I, I I think he's really trying to focus on getting a job right now though. Yeah. The paintball player's dream. Trying to find right. <laughs> trying to get paid in yeah, some way. I mean, yeah. He's gonna become a correctional officer. So I can see that. Field. Yeah. I can see Goldman doing the same thing. <laughs> or or being bouncer. some kind of like just bodyguard or something like that. He uses the bouncer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not messing with that guy. <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. 
Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Well, hey man, we did uh, we did an hour. That's uh, yeah, I feel like it flies by. It's so crazy. Yeah, we've had a good one. Yeah, I I I appreciate it, man. It's 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 so crazy too with these podcasts. It's like, and you know, I and I I say this with everybody, almost everybody that I've had on, you know, with a very few exceptions, is like this is the most we've ever talked, and it 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 sucks because I love having these conversations, especially like I wish I could do these on a permanent basis with people um, in person. And, you know, with guys like I've, I've known you for years, but it's weird because you say years, but I've only had how many interactions with you, you know, know, unless I'm on a team with you. It's like, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just how paintball is though. You run into these people all the time, Yep. but you know them, but you don't know them. You're like, (laughs) yeah. Man, I can tell you're pretty sweet, but damn, I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta go do this. You're gonna I gotta go do over this. there. Yep, you're gonna go over there, and I'm gonna go over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I, guess it's just, I mean, that's what it is, and we're so far spread apart, and there's so few of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> so few of us. Well, hey, man, I, you know, I wish you the best of luck. Um, I, I can't wait to to see what happens, and um, you know, to to kind of see your new role on this on this team, and then. Yep kind of see everybody be revived and the, the damage camp be revived and uh you know kind of see a new spark under you know under your jersey and everything like that too so that's oh yeah it's very cool to see and dude, thank I'm, you carl absolutely man and thank you for doing this absolutely it's been good yeah good talking sure. to you hell yeah bud we'll be in touch man dude always if you ever need anything give me a holler and um and yeah we'll talk to you soon yes sir Talk later, to you later. See ya. Peace. Thank you, Keith, for sitting down and chit-chatting with me. It was great talking to you, bud, and we will talk to you soon. Uh, thank you goes out to our sponsors, Charm City Paintball, on Instagram and Facebook. If you guys are in the market for new headgear, check him out. Uh, he has some awesome, awesome material that is out right now. I believe he still has some Gucci colors that are available. I don't know that for certain. I'm just going off of some of the pictures that he posted on uh, Instagram. Um, so if you guys are interested at all, make sure to uh, to message him. He's also uh, he's also available to do any kind of custom work that you guys can come up with. Um, he loves to work with people like that and, and make really unique uh, headbands for anybody. So check him out. Mike over at Charm City Paintball. Uh, also, big thank you goes to Shock Tech Paintball who has been making awesome autocockers for years and years and years, but now has this recent rejuvenation of the mechanical game, and they are one of the best at it. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if they are um, if they are at all on your radar, make sure you check them out, shocktechusa.com. They have fully assembled autocockers by Danny Love himself, or you can get uh, anything you need to build an autococker yourself if you want to take on that task. <laughs> I suggest you don't. Unless you do. I don't, it's completely up to you. I I mean, when I used to receive markers in from uh, uh, for the year for, for playing, I used to tear them down and put them all back together. I got criticized so much for that. But you know what? I wanted to know how they worked, and um, I wanted to see if there was anything new. And I want to say 95, maybe even 98% of the time they worked when I put them back together. 
but you don't have to worry about that when you get a marker from uh, Shock Tech. They are going to work all the time, and not only do they look sweet, but they shoot like butter too. And um, I'm going to find out very, 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 very soon at a 10-man event playing with the gunfighters. So thank you to uh, to Danny and everybody over at Shock Tech. Again, shocktechusa.com. And thank you to you guys out there, everyone listening. I appreciate it so much. You have no idea. It is it is amazing uh, whenever I receive messages saying that uh, that the, the stories that I hear of people um, just listening to the podcast and kind of getting back into paintball, or people saying they're they're just getting into paintball and they they found the podcast and it's helping them out so much and it's cool. I mean, it's it's I guess it's never really my I don't know what my intention is with the podcast. Like, I obviously want to bring great stories and conversation to public, which which normally wouldn't be. Um, but as far as like inspiration goes, it's it's so crazy the, the the messages and the stories that I get. It's it's amazing though. I, I enjoy it thoroughly, and I'm 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 truly grateful. Um, it's just so nuts. Uh, and you know what? I mean, I really hope that this inspires people. Uh, just like anything else, I hope it inspires people to kind of do, do what they want, and you know, do what they, what they truly want to do, and you know, whether it be their dreams or their goals or anything, and, and just go commit to something, and uh, and do it. You know, we're only here for a short amount of time, and you know, you don't want to spend that time living somebody else's dream, or or working towards someone else's goals, and. You know, I'm not saying completely throw your life out the window to to chase after something. I mean, obviously, do it in a, in a, a you know some kind of structured manner where you're not going to lose your ass if you if you go after that. But uh, you know, I'm very much one of those people where I I'm always not not necessarily that I'm always looking for hobbies, but I like to try things. So, like, I, I want to try bow hunting this uh, this upcoming season next year. I'm just practicing now. The shooting, but um, you know, jujitsu, and uh, I snowboarded. I used to skate when I was young. Uh, I tried multiple sports just to kind of see what I like. I mean, you don't know really what you like until you try. It's like food. There's so many people like ah, I don't, I don't like sushi. I was like, oh, you don't like? Have you tried sushi? No, it's fish. It's gross. It's like, have you tried good sushi? No, I'm not. Just try it, please. You take them to a good sushi restaurant, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's so good! It even tastes like fish. It melts in your mouth." Yeah, it's delicious. It's delicious. Try it out. And you know that's what I tell people about uh, about anything, you know, in life. Just if you have to try it out. And I was thinking about going skydiving, and I, I've always had this thing where it's like I'd rather skydive than bungee jump. But yeah, you know who knows? I might like bungee. I don't know. Bungee jumping is so close to the ground, but you, you never know. Um, but uh, I don't know. I might be too scared to skydive. Skydive, it sounds great, but it's I don't know. We'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, but thank you, everybody. I don't know what I'm rambling about, but um, I just want to thank everybody out there for listening, especially if you're listening uh, still <laughs> um, all the way at the end of the podcast like this. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys. I really hope that um, you know that everybody out there has an awesome day, an awesome weekend, and that, you know, that you're able to uh, work towards your goals and your dreams and to, to make them a reality. 
So thank you, everybody. And don't forget to not text and drive. Please do not text and drive. Pay attention to the road. Uh, get from A to B safely. Listen to podcasts. This one in particular. But thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. And we will see you again here soon on the Playing On Podcast. Peace.